guys, welcome back to another episode of Mad for Books. Last time, we discussed Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid, and we compared it to a couple of her other books, Malibu Rising and The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. This time, we will be talking about our first ever fantasy, Foul Lady Fortune by Chloe Gong. But first, I want to update you guys. This week, I went to go see the new Disney and Pixar movie, Elemental, with my grandparents. I thought it was cute, but not their best movie. I did still really enjoy it, though. I also went to the bookstore and I bought a book, Six Crimson Cranes, by Elizabeth Lim, which sounded really interesting, so I'm excited to read it. This week, I finally finished reading Portrait of a Thief by Grace D. Lee. So now I'm only reading one book, Open Water, by Caleb Azuma Nelson. Back to Foul Lady Fortune. For those of you who don't know, Foul Lady Fortune is a spin-off series from the duology These Violent Delights about the main character's Juliet's cousin, Rosalind. So going forward, there will be major spoilers for These Violent Delights. Foul Lady Fortune follows the story of Rosalind, an assassin who can't die due to some experiments that she went through. For a mission, she is ordered to pose as the wife of a spy on her side, Orion Hong. So basically, the trope of this book is a fake marriage um, between a spy and an assassin. So I decided that I wanted to read this book, not only because I'd read these Violent Delights before, but also because the whole premise uh, sounded very similar to an anime that I like called Spy X Family, which has basically the same trope, um, a marriage of convenience between a spy and an assassin. But I also continued reading the book for the plot and the characters. Chloe Gong wrote the characters so well that I felt like I knew them myself. So Rosalind was an especially interesting character to read because in these violent delights, she was seen as an antagonist through Juliet's point of view. But when we read the story through Rosalind's eyes, we see that actually they are very similar. The, they both betrayed their family in their own interests, but Rosalind was just more scarred than Juliet. And she was only seen as the antagonist because she was on the other side of Juliet. Rosalind has a hard time trusting people now, especially her love interest in the book, Orion, because of her past experiences with love, which led her onto the path that she is on now. At the end of these violent delights, uh, Rosalind was revealed to have been helping the antagonist of the story because he made her believe that they were in love. But after everything was over, it turned out it was all lies and Rosalind was left feeling betrayed and manipulated. I also fell in love with the character Orion, who is basically the human form of a golden retriever. Reading this book, I learned a lot about Chinese culture, which was kind of sprinkled in throughout the story in a way that gave us a sense of how the different cultural things are seen and used in daily life. Like, 
we saw the chipao, which was a kind of dress, and we also saw like in what context Mandarin is used in a country that's riddled with Westerners. We also get a really good insight into a different perspective of Western culture, because Rosalind had grown up in Paris, but she was originally Chinese and she moved back to Shanghai after her childhood. So, she had a different perspective of Shanghai compared to someone who had always lived there, or even someone from the West. We see that she seems to resent Westerners because of the way that. The Westerners took over Shanghai, and she also had more of an insight into the way that they act because of her childhood and the way that she grew up. I also think that Chloe Gong generally does a really good job of world building. Her research is always top notch and really sucks the readers into the story. One thing that I think has to be impeccable in the fantasy book. Is the world building, because it's a new world. So the readers need to be able to like understand the setting of where the story is taking place. I think Chloe Gong does a great job at this, and especially in these violent delights. But for some reason, during Foul Lady Fortune, I wasn't able to like immerse myself properly into the book. I think part of the reason why might be because like parts of the story seemed like waffled to me and just not relevant to the plot. There were times when I found myself wondering why they were there at all. If there's one thing that Chloe Gong does know how to do, it's write endings. The ending of the book definitely bumped up my rating because I did not see it coming at all. It was seriously so surprising to me that even now, when I think back on it, I still reel in shock. The huge cliffhanger that Chloe Gong left on us just made me come back wanting more, and I can't wait until the next book, Foul Heart Huntsman, comes out in September. Well, that's all I have for today. Let me know if you have any feedback or comments, and DM me on my Instagram at mad.sbooks if you have any recommendations that you want featured on the pod. If you like this episode, I would love it if you could subscribe to my podcast. See you guys next time.